try saying Darius Murr, but say Darius Murr, Darius Murr, and then say that over and over again, right? Darius Murr, 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 Welcome back to another episode of Bombarded. I'm your Dungeon Maestro, Kyle, and I got with me these beautiful musicians. The yes, rest of us. Hello. The rest of you. To recap real quick, we started off with Reed arriving at the trees, asking if he could join y'all for a nice sip of tea. Razzle and Reed, you had your moment. You kind of caught up, kind of didn't. <sighs> but I think by the end of it, you ended up on the same page yeah. because after detailing his motives about working with the cult, he also mentioned that he had ties to Yoku and the Planar Purge and uh, kind of gave y'all a little bit of confidence in actually being able to work with Reed. Mm -hmm. And as far as his ties to Yoku and the Planar Purge, Reed said that he could elaborate more through letting the bards see than hear. So he talked about you being able to view his memories, and this is where the butterfly net came into effect. Reed had a butterfly, which he allowed Razzle to deposit into the butterfly net, which turned into the key signature of E-flat, which he then buried inside of his tree and said, hey, give me like, you know, about a week's time or so, and uh, we should be good to go. <laughs> this left you bards with having more than enough free time to reflect on the events that had happened recently, play a song to get yourself pumped up for reflecting on those, and to earn yourselves not with just one level up, but two levels up. Yes. Well. So, we pick up with you in the middle of your montage, and I've got some descriptions of what each of you are doing. I've kind of talked with you about it to kind of figure things out. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's just kick things off with Randy's part of the montage. So you played your song. You started breaking apart, doing your things to help improve <laughs> what you needed to within your own class. And we'll go over the level up stuff here in a little bit. But Randy, mm -hmm. you are spending your time performing intense exercises on your organ. Every <laughs> awesome. <laughs> every keystroke being played with the utmost intention. <laughs> And then one day you begin to feel like you are syncing up with your instrument in a way you've never felt before. <laughs> a couple no. days later, you start to notice flitting lights dancing in the periphery of your vision. Despite this, you continue to push yourself while practicing. While pushing yourself through a unique finger technique, you notice the lights start to dance violently the more you speed up. You continue to push the tempo as fast as you can while maintaining flawless technique. These lights fade when you aren't practicing, but then there's one day that they don't. Oh. You stop practicing and they don't stop dancing, so you return to your instrument and continue in the hopes of causing the lights to subside. And as you are playing, the lights are dancing so violent that you begin to feel your whole body vibrating with the notes of your instrument. <laughs> Then, you feel a hand rest upon your shoulder, and in that moment, the vibrations stop and the lights become still. Uh -huh. They lazily float for a moment before moving and finding a place over each key, a single point of light for each key on your instrument. As you recall what you were working on and start to place your hands, the small orbs of light over the starting keys arc out to your fingertips. You feel serenity wash over you as you play effortlessly, executing your technique perfectly. 
You look up to see it is Symbol that has his hand on your shoulder, and he smiles down at you with a glint <laughs> in his eye. Look at what I can do, Grandpappy. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't you know how to knock? <laughs> <laughs> he removes his hand and leaves you there. You and the orbs, placid, still, like the undisturbed surface of a pond. And he turns back and says, Randy, that's called the spark. All Iarions see it in their life. It is what ties us to our innate musico-magical abilities. It does not lead, nor does it follow, and it's always there. I'm so proud of you and what you've accomplished with this instrument. Well, thanks, Grandpappy Symbol. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so now whenever I play, does it look like one of those, like, spheres that you put your hand up to and, like, the trails of lightning, like, that you get, like, yeah. dispensers and stuff? Oh, okay. Wow. Pretty much. Cool. And, like, when you step away from your instrument, it's not there, but as soon as you get to your instrument, you just... It's like you're at 100% sync. Wow. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, Kyle. (laughs) Moving on to Yashi, we hear the loud crashing of steel on steel reverberate out into the cool morning air. Yashi's mallets clash against one of the two shields Zoltara is wielding. Zoltara's arm drops, and Yashi immediately follows up, taking advantage of the opening. The impact of the strike causes Zoltara to slide back several feet. She coughs as she grabs her chest. Yashi hesitates for just a moment, but then Zoltara lets out a powerful battle cry as she throws the two shields down to the ground. (laughs) Yashi unleashes her mallets again, but is caught off guard as her mom's charge turns into a twisting dance. She dodges around the attacks as her fists become a blur. Yashi, you feel your mom poke every ticklish spot that you have. (laughs) And then the blurs stop. Her arm extended, fist narrowly touching your nose. She gives you a slight boop. (laughs) We flash to moments of Zoltara putting Yashi through some agility training, using her mallets to swing from limbs and being light and nimble on her toes. Yashi, you've also been playing a game with your mom where you try and surprise each other with sparring. It's mostly moments where you're hanging out with different people around the camp, and out of nowhere, your mom jumps out, wrestling you to the ground. Okay. (laughs) One day, you are making a sandwich when you feel the hair on your neck rise up. Your instincts kick in, and you manage to spin just in time to reverse the grapple on your mom with one hand, pinning her to the ground. Your other hand... Still got sandwich. Yes. (laughs) You sit on her and eat your sandwich in celebration as Orfell guffaws in the background. Of course. (laughs) And with Razzle, we see Razzle spending every day speaking with the animals and plants around him. The birds that nest in the branches of the trees above, the insects that make their home in the dirt below, and the plants that fill the areas in between. Reed has spent time communing with you as well when he's not tending to his E-flat plant. (laughs) But it is at daybreak that we see Razzle and Reed sitting at the center of the three trees communing. Razzle, a line of ants carrying seeds and nuts, marches up your arm, (laughs) passing a pair of songbirds that have nestled into your lap. There's a crown of gilded butterflies performing a wavering dance around your head, and you exhale slowly, pushing out every last bit of air. And as you do... Violets, marigolds, and petunias begin to sprout, intertwining and creating a vivid wreath on the ground around you and Reed. Oh man, I've mastered my total concentration breathing. Yes. (laughs) Druid breathing, third form. Oh no, yes. (laughs) Exactly. And then you feel your mind sink into the world around you. You start to feel the heartbeat coming from every living thing around you, even plants. And then you hear a low, steady thumping sound, a new heartbeat, one which you know belongs to the world. The beat gets louder and starts to drown out the others, and you start to feel the beat pressing against you with every thump. 
It feels as if it's holding you, supporting you, and for a moment you feel weightless. But then you realize you aren't weightless at all. No, you're actually flying high above the discordant field with Reed in his gigantic owl form. And I gotta ask, Razzle, what kind of bird are you? Ugh, any bird? Not off of the creature list or anything? I could be anything I want. What bird are you? Okay. Uh, uh, oh. A penguin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> An ostrich. You're being carried. You're being <laughs> carried by Reed. A flightless bird. Perfect. Uh, no, I'll go with, I'm going to go with a goose. Like, uh, all those Canadian geese are starting to show up down here. I don't know if y'all have seen them, but, uh. Okay. Oh, and it's perfect because I can be Reed's wingman. Uh, oh, my Let's gosh. go. <laughs> and then the rest of our montage is just us playing volleyball. <laughs> and, it's, and it's great. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> oh no, well the daddy's already did volleyball, so can we play basketball? Oh my gosh, Kyle, I would die happy if we canonically played basketball as our characters as in Bombarded. Goose. We wind yeah. up inventing oh, it. As yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it's perfect I got because... two goose playing basketball. We could have a sweet three-on-three tournament though, or a four-on-four tournament, and it's awesome, and yeah. it's the best, and we do a great montage of basketball, and it's so great. Oh, all right, podcast over. See you guys later. <laughs> yeah, we're no. done here. That's all uh, we need. That's all I wanted. <laughs> With all of those bits of the montage complete and you having achieved a new level of abilities through this montage and the effects of your magic, let's move into what you have done with your character as far as the two levels you've earned. All right, so spit them deets. Tell me how you leveled up. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, well, I'll go first. We go in reverse order of the montages. Yes. <laughs> yes. I did two levels in Druid, so one level six spell slot. Uh, I got two ability score improvements, which I'm just putting into Wisdom, so my Druid spells can be all beefy. Yes. And then I got two more hit dice. I just did the average for more HP, so I'm at 85 hit points now. 85. 85. And then, yes. Indeed, it is true. Razzle can now fly. Yes. Forever. So I've added some flying creatures to my list. I think I might post my list on Patreon. I've been, you know, trying to yeah. keep it a big surprise. But for this final push, you know, why not? So, yeah, so that's pretty much all I got. I'm ready and ripped, roaring, and ready to go. So nice. Fantastic. Popcorn Alley. Ah, yes, I took two levels in Barbarian. So uh, my first level brought me up to level six, so I got to choose a new part of my primal path totem warrior thing. So I got to uh, use the aspect of the beast, which I stuck with the cat stuff since I was Lynx before. And so now I'm a tiger, baby. Oh, tiger. <laughs> tiger. Um, <laughs> You're great. So with that, let's see, my rage is increased to four just because of the level. Uh-huh. But I gained um, proficiency in two different skills. My options were acrobatics, athletics, stealth, or survival. Um, and since I already have expertise in athletics, I took a proficiency in stealth. Oh. And mm. I'm already proficient in acrobatics, but Kyle said I could make that an expertise. Nice. So I have a oh. plus nine in acrobatics awesome. now. Nice. Very exciting. That's called rule bending. Uh. Yes, yes. Well, it's from all the basketball we played. You were just like so exactly. dominating on the court. It, it played like, into that agility. Absolutely. Well, and that's part of um, so the description he gave about my montage, where he was talking about Zotara kind of like dance fighting around and stuff oh, and spinning and everything. It. So that's where the
where those levels in acrobatics and stealth came from because we had to practice sneaking up on yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also Yashi's like epic windmill dunk on symbol, which was amazing. And <laughs> I was going to say, if we're like it. playing like some three on three street ball, like this is some NBA street type tricks that yes, Yashi's doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm out there killing it. Yeah. And then my second level gave me feral instinct, which is another barbarian thing. And that gives me advantage on initiative and allows me to, I guess, act normally on a surprise round. So instead of my turn being skipped, I can just be part of the first initiative. Oh, like, cool. Stuff, oh. As long as I like rage first. Nice. Yes. So my health uh, is 2d12. I decided to roll for it and I rolled an 11 and a 12. Oh, yes. Absolutely amazing. Yes. So plus two on both of those gave me 13 and 14. So my health is now 123. Oh, <laughs> that's just try it. Just try it, Kyle. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> Again, exactly what Yashi says to Symbol after that humiliating <laughs> dunk. Try it. What? <laughs> Stay down. <laughs> as you walk over him to get back on defense. I'm going to run a one-shot one day where we play this out, and it's going to be great. It's just a basketball, <laughs> it's just a basketball game. It's <laughs> going to be it, amazing. Please. All right, and Oof. that leaves, you know, Spurrier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, plus two in Bard, so getting up to level eight in Bard. So the main thing with that is, uh, like Goodrich said, we get a level six spell slot, which is delightful, and I get two new Bard spells, and I'll save what those are for whenever they show up, but it's a fifth level spell and a sixth level spell. Nice. The ability score, I just dumped it into Intelligence, and I was thinking, from a practical standpoint, it's because of my rogue stuff. I want my rogue magic to be better and stronger. Fair. But from like a story standpoint, <laughs> hearing Kyle's description, it's like, oh, well, dexterity would have made the most sense, but I'm maxed out. I have 20 dex. Oh, so wow. I was like, right. intelligence oh, okay. seems like the next most logical thing to put it into. So. Well, it's, it's all from all uh, that 12 tone, you know? That's You're right. so wisened. Mm-hmm. Oh, and no. you were doing independent study at that point. And that's that right. takes, you know, being an autodidact. Yeah, that was one of the most <laughs> intense parts in college. And like, here's a piece. You go learn this now, and we're not going to help you. Like, can you teach yourself? Yeah, okay. So yeah, intelligence. And then lastly, I rolled as well, and kind of like Yashi, for a D8, I got a 7 and an 8. Jeez. Plus 2 from the Constitution, so 17 total, bringing me to a 98. For nice. little Randy. Well, and also speaking of bending the rules, I did run this by Kyle. My transformation list is a little bit, you know, outside of my challenge rating, but I've made it to where I have a higher chance of rolling something unuseful also at oh. the top. So <laughs> Kyle agreed that like it's risk and reward a little bit. So that's no, no, yeah, I think we that's shall see. <laughs> it's even more fun. Yeah. 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 So, we yeah. even threw in some things that are a little bit more wild yes. than your normal wild shape. Oh, it's gonna be great. <laughs> so oh, awesome. oh, and really quick before we get back into it during this training time over this week or whatever can i retcon and say that razzle has called dinkle and has told him kind of everything that's happened and that the voxmort tribe is on their way up and they're aligned with our interests and let's work together to create a better world dinkle Mm. yeah (laughs) and can i also tell him to maybe start moving the dwarven fighters or whoever's he's got in his army towards Belm. So you get in contact with your brother and you let him know the plan and how he needs to start planning to mobilize the troops towards Belm. And uh, he says, yes, if this is what the direction we're going, he confirms it. He actually keeps up to date with you and y'all are in constant contact about making sure that everything's kind of coming to a head altogether rather than being, you know, a little bit disjointed. So right. And not to freak out when there's a bunch 
bunch of orcs that also join in the fight. Yes. We're all friends now. All friends. Everyone is going to shake hands, hug, yes. and work together. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, with all that being covered, it's later in the week. And one day in the early afternoon, just as you are finishing up lunch, you begin to feel the ground shake beneath you. You start to look mm-hmm. around and you see a long train of orcs making their way through the fields toward the trees. They are all wearing large packs on their back, and some are working together to transport these massive poles. As they draw near, you see children running around with looks of determination as they dangle from the poles, acting like they're helping, but they're actually too short to help. And the older orcs are kind of just like chuckling at them and like pushing them off. But as they filter into the area, they begin setting up their encampment. Massive communal tents circle the trees and stretch out into the fields, and the Voxmort tribe has finally arrived. And thus commences the planning of the wedding of Zoltara and Orfell. Uh, yay! I was hoping that maybe this time around, Reed could lend his druidic talents to making, you know, all of the floral arrangements and beautiful nature things, kind of like what Razzle and Randy did a la the uh, Stargazer's Night. Yeah. So if Reed can handle that, I kind of wanted to do the whole thing where, you know how at weddings sometimes people have an animal that's dear to them, like bring the ring down like the aisle. I was kind of yeah. thinking maybe Razzle could try transform- <laughs> <laughs> transforming into something hopefully cool. <laughs> One last fetch quest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If there's a ring or whatever, if there's like a special thing that's being presented. There definitely is a position for that. Wonderful. So th- while there's not a ring, I got you. Awesome. And I guess Randy would uh, be happy to play for these two, so get up there and tinkle the ivories and all right. get all that going. <laughs> oh, and actually, the uh, six-level spell I picked, I'll save it for later, but I'll help you play. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Don't oh, no. worry about it. I got you. But I'll also help play during this ceremony. Very so. nice. Awesome. And I guess I'm just available to help my parents. I, I don't know exactly what you have planned, Kyle, but like, <laughs> can I give them away to each other? Should I <laughs> yeah. just be there hanging out? Oh, you could be your mom's bardsmaid. Oh. Bardsmaid. <laughs> barb. Barb. Bardsmaid? Yeah, actually, yeah. your mom does approach you and mention that you would have a specific role in this, that you would stand by her side. Part of the ceremony is collecting the contributions of the tribe that are done during the ceremony. Razzles with you at this point, and that's where this all kind of comes into play with you helping out Yashi being the bearer of this contribution. Maybe we like play the clean it up song for everybody so like they all look nice and fancy for the wedding. Uh oh. I mean, maybe just like as like a wedding thing, Kyle, you could just let it happen. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta go original bombarded, Kyle, where the songs just work. No rolls. It's It's fine. Yeah, come on. It's like, hey, great job. You did it. Everyone's looking nice and cleaned up. Dapper is all get out, ready for this wonderful ceremony that is about to happen. Randy, Mm -hmm. you start off. There's this massive circle of orcs, and at the center of them stand our bride and groom holding hands. You begin playing, and music pours out from your instrument, and you hear other orcs joining in with their instruments, drums, tambourines, other pitched instruments as well, just kind of join in, blending in perfectly with what you're throwing out. We can see our bride and groom holding hands, watery eyes locked on to one another. Symbol stands up there, preparing to start the ceremony. Yashi, you and Alfric stand near your parents, and Randy, Razzle, and Reed stand just off center from that. And it's not Razzle standing there. 
But Goodrich, what animal's standing uh, there? Yeah, not so much standing as probably floating. I did roll a flying snake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, we'll just say it's like a boa constrictor, so it's got like a bigger body, and then a basket strapped to me, and I'm just flying around gently, non-threateningly with it just, you know. You're flying. You have this basket attached to you, and you're flying with it. You're sitting there waiting for the moment that you need to act. It's when Symbol starts the ceremony that he grabs this chalice and pours the contents over Zoltara and Orfell's hands. The music, you begin to die it down, Randy, as the ceremony starts to take place, and Symbol begins speaking in Orc. Unfortunately, oh. I don't think Randy and Rassel speak Orc, but you'll get cues. Oh, yeah. So Symbol talks about the circle around them and how it symbolizes both the circle of family and the circle of life. And fifths. And fifths, yes, with music. <laughs> but looking around, it stands out to most of you that towards the inside of the circle are the children. And as it goes outward from the young, the guests get older, with the elders being on the outside of the circle. As Symbol finishes the introduction, he gestures to you, Razzle, to bring the large wicker basket forward that is attached to your flying boa constrictor body. Yeah, and I've got, like, pretty ribbons, you know. I'm I'm a good-looking snake. I'm very... I kind of feel bad, but also I think this is pretty righteous. uh, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's pretty sweet. I mean, it's pretty metal. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But you bring the basket over. Symbol goes on to mention the contribution of the tribe in establishing the newlyweds home within the tribe, and that all of them are going to contribute to that home spiritually and physically. Symbol grabs at their purple blouse and begins to speak, saying, As you are our family, so shall you be kept warm by our bonds. Symbol then tears the sleeve off their blouse and places it in the basket, and then gestures you to fly the basket over to Yashi. Uh, here I go. Whoosh. Yashi. Yes? What do you put in the basket? Um, so Yashi probably heard them talking about this, but didn't even think about it. So <laughs> she's looking around like, oh gosh, what do I have? What do I have? Um, so I'm in like my sparkly kind of tux jumpsuit I yeah. wore in Rock Deep. So I've put that back on because I didn't get enough use out of it. No. But I do have a snacky pocky still on there because I can't go anywhere without my cargo pants. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. So I'm actually going to rip the pocket off of there. And place that in the basket. You rip the pocket off. Your dad goes, oh. Uh, and <laughs> it's for love. It's like when they break the tiara in Mean Girls. <laughs> Damien's like, oh. <laughs> I shake it out. There's still crumbs in it. Yeah. Set it in. You shake it out, set it in. Razzle, you continue to carry the basket over to Alfred, who's next in line. And he removes a cross stitch that has the image of Zoltara, Orfel, and Yashi on it. Stitched beneath them reads... Home away from home, but the best I've ever known. And he keeps his teary eyes affixed on the couple as he places the cross stitch in the basket. You continue to carry the basket down to Reed, who puts in a piece of opalescent cloth. He looks up at you, Razzle, and he's like, what are you going to put in? Uh, You're a snake now. (laughs) Uh, Well, so like you said, having probably talked about this being a part of the ceremony, Razzle has already put in his item. 
and it is his old studded leather armor that I've done prestidigitation on to get all the dwarven blood and sweat off of, I'm sure, from our right. adventures. Princely crust and such. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've washed off the princely crust from it, from all of our adventures, but it has meant so much to me over all of this time because it's been my one line of defense besides my shield. So that's what I've already put in there. Okay. And so I don't even say anything to read. I just wink at him as a snake and go... <laughs> he kind of grins back, and then you carry the basket on over to Randy. And Randy, what do you put in the basket? Right. Am I still playing at this point, Kyle? Because I guess I could just play with one hand since the music's sure. Kind of yeah, you chilled might out. maybe given a little background, but the overall music of the entire group has kind of died down. Okay. So yeah, I'm doing that, and then out of my pocket, I pull a bit of like some of the rope that I've had on me that's helped us out of some scrapes. And to retcon, I had Razzle like press to digitate it so it wouldn't be all gross and get rid of the Randy crust as well. <laughs> but I have attached that to my favorite lock pick and oh. say to them, it's like, well, it's not quite the key to your heart, but it's close and it's practical and there you yeah. go. <laughs> You'll get your way in somehow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice, you yeah. found love. So I, I got to take a moment. Why are Razzle and Randy so crusty? Uh, What's up with that? I think it's because of all the time that Razzle and Randy have spent like together with Razzle either reading to Randy or like trying to teach Randy how to read. Since we haven't done a reading Randy in so long, That's but it's true. just like extreme reading where we're like sweating and like, oh, what's it say so next? Much reading oh, that this? It develops a reading crust. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> so you're reading so hard that you just like perspirate to a point of it. Like, and I'm just taking in all this reading. Just, oh. Oh. My power level is growing. You look like Zenny yeah. when he's, his eyes are just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and there's all those action marks from anime of Randy being like, ah! And Ralph will be like, ah! <laughs> All right, you two crusty lads. Back to the wedding. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, you uh, you put in your bit of rope and the lockpick, and Razzle, you continue flying on, starting to circle around the inside of the circle, going by the orc children that are there. And you see moms handing them pieces of fabric to be able to contribute into. And you spend the rest of the ceremony going through every single person that is in the circle of the tribe, collecting a piece of fabric or material that they put in the basket. It's when you reach the edge that you see somebody approaching from the distance and you recognize Tabitha making oh. her way towards the outside edge. Okay, uh, really quick, I transform out and wave her over like, hey, because I don't want to fly at her as a snake. That could end badly. <laughs> so I wave her over like, Tabitha, or Tabitha. I don't know what's happening behind me. So come here, come here, She sees you transform out. She smiles and waves and kind of like, you know, does a little hurried walk over. One of the elder orcs is standing there and kind of... And it just smiles and gives an odd, like, kind of side head turn. Cool. And I, like, wave at him. Like, it's cool. You know, and I give her a hug. Like, oh, man, so glad you made it. Yashi's parents are getting married right now. Come on, come on, come on, come on. The come elder on. orc uh, kind of gestures to the basket and gestures to her as well. And you see Tabitha kind of look in there. And she looks up at you, Razzle. And she says, I don't, what? Oh, and I tell her what to do, like, you know, a meaningful piece of cloth or fabric or something. You know, they're going to do something with it later. I am not sure. But and at this point, when you're telling her, the orcs part, creating an aisle straight to the center. And as this opens up, Yashi, you can see Razzle and Tabitha standing there. Tabitha is now currently pulling out part of her star blanket, and she cuts out a square from one of the corners, placing it in the basket. That's... <laughs> 
yeah, she starts crying. Oh. <laughs> My worlds are coming together finally. <laughs> was Tabitha the last person who needed to add something to the basket? Yeah, Tabitha is the last person that has added something to the basket. Okay, cool. Well, in that case, I'm going to hand her the basket and say, uh, I, uh, take this up to the front real quick. I got to go up there real fast and help Randy play. I, <laughs> I was supposed to do that. Welcome back. Get to work. <laughs> yes. you. Contribute. So, uh, so I hand her the basket, tell her to do that, and I used one of the sixth level druid spells I have access to now, which is Wind Walk, mm. and I'm going to transform into a gaseous cloud and basically dash over to where Randy is and pick up ooh something, you know, and start helping Randy out with the accompaniment. One, two, three, go. Oh, geez. <laughs> you pick up, and Yashi, you see Tabitha at the end of the aisle picking up the basket and beginning to carry it down the aisle. Your mom nudges you as you look up at her with she has tears welling up in her eyes. She kind of continues to push you forward a little oh, okay, bit. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, so I will walk to meet Tabitha, I guess about halfway down. I don't want to, like, you know, make it the Tabitha Yashi show right now. So I'm going to give her, like, a little quick hug and just whisper, like, follow me. I'm going to grab her hand and bring her to the front with me. Okay. So you grab her hand and you also grab the basket, just kind of hoisting it up on your shoulder easily. And you grab her hand and turn to walk down the aisle the rest of the way, returning to your father and mother. And as you do, you see Orfell gesturing for the basket. You hand it off to him, and he takes the basket, placing it at Zoltara's feet. He says, The tribe has given me their blessing to clothe and house our love within them. This bond to you, and them I will keep until I meet my end, be it on the field of battle or by your side. As I breathe for myself, so I... So I... He just starts kind of like water falling. And he takes a moment and he says, So I shall breathe for you and for them. Aside from being the father of the tribe's future, I have never been more honored than I am today. Zoltara reaches down, grabbing the last piece of fabric with one hand and Orfell's hand with the other. She pulls him up and places the cut of star blanket over their conjoined hands. <laughs> you honor me with the blessing of my tribe, and together we will clothe and house our love within them. This bond I make with them to you until the Voxmort meet their end. Forever we will be together among our ancestors. And in breathing for me and them, you breathe for Voxmort. Our future is each other and our family, no matter how large it grows. They both lean in, clutching the piece of star cloth, and kiss. Drums, shakers, fifes, and yelling commence from the crowd as they passionately embrace each other. Cymbal screams out in orc, The Voxmorts! And the newlyweds begin to turn, facing the circular crowd, bellowing out a joyous cry and receiving joyous cries in return. Yashi, your parents turn to you, bring you in, and they start screaming at the crowd once again. This time, the cries seeming as if they're boastful or proud. And then the tribe around you returns that same energy. Can we all do a scream together? Ready? Oh, Spurrier, try again. They just got married. You didn't wiggle your arms with us. Oh, okay. I'll try again. Freaked Zoom out. I thought you guys were gone. Oh, no. 
That ends the ceremony, and the celebration of the day's events continues on into the evening. It's a real wild, raucous kind of party where the games that are being played are a lot of displays of physical strength as well as agility. <laughs> right. uh, you four are standing around with Tabitha watching these orcs play this one game where they sit in a circle, and you've picked up that it's called Orc Orc Ogre. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Duck Duck Goose, but uh. instead of chasing each other around a circle, they stand in the middle of the circle and they, they fist fight each other until the first person <laughs> drops to the ground. Oh, no. uh, and then that person's out. And then the rest of the people in the circle go, ooh, because that's Orc Orc Ogre. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. So you four are watching this game going on. Alfred and Symbol have obviously enjoyed themselves a little bit too much at this party as they're being weirdly in sync with each other, poking and going on <laughs> like that. But you're standing there with Tabitha, just kind of enjoying some food and some drinks. And then you hear a pounding on a table, gathering everyone's attention. And then you see Orfell step onto it. He says, attention, everyone. I have one final gift. Actually, no. It's going to be one of the first of many gifts to my beloved betrothed. I talked to Chaos Sauce about... Get up here, Chaos Sauce. Come on. Oh, get oh, up here. Right. Bring oh, your instruments. Uh, Yashi. Oh, okay. Oh, um, oh, oh, yeah. The song. Uh, oh, hey, guys. So we're doing a song. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what? By the way. No. Okay. Uh, All right. <laughs> we'll be fine. Don't worry about it. We'll, no, we'll, we'll be before. fine. We'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good a time as any, yeah. <laughs> he starts reaching down and rifling through a bag that's near him. He's like, I got the sheet music here somewhere. And what's on that sheet music? We're about to find out. Let's go to Roll Support. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> So, uh-huh. yes. <laughs> well, what's up? What is up is that you three are still going to be writing a song. Uh-huh. However, okay. I will go ahead and uh, take care of lyrics. Allie, I might have you help me. I'm, pro- I'm definitely going to have you help me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Got it. Got uh, it. Fine. You know, I feel like Orfell would probably actually talk to Yashi about, how do I say these things? Like, what do I, I am I... the experienced uh, songwriter. Of the yeah, team, exactly. Right? So we'll just bass yeah. player. It's fine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's true. Wow. It's absolutely wow. true. I, I take no offense to that because there is truth to it. Paul McCartney would like to have a word with you, Allie. But no, so like, yeah, we'll come up with lyrics. I'll sing the song as or fell using Uh, chaos as the backing band. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Now, like a bass player, he's a bass player and not so much a singer. Um, Not saying that's the case for all bass players. That is just the case for me as a person. (laughs) Okay. So, and also if I'm doing the voices or fell, let's be real. Like, (laughs) yes, Yes, please. That's amazing. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) Uh, Well, I guess we have have to ask you then, Kyle. Major, minor, mode. Oh, what are you uh, thinking? We'll go with major. <laughs> okay, for sure. Keep, keep it simple and, and safe. I'll go ahead and roll that key. For that wedding bliss. Oh, yeah. And that's an eight. Uh, G. G major. Oh, boy. Thanks. So do you want me to roll those chords up? If you don't mind, I'd appreciate it. Uh, yes. Ooh, it's going to be ooh, uh, four, six, seven, and a wild. Ooh, fun. Yeah, wild. that'll be C, E minor, <laughs> F sharp diminished, and whatever secondary or fell is feeling, or whatever's written nice. on the sheet music he has. 
Angie. Angie, right, right. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of that sheet music, uh, what's the time signature on that sheet music, Kyle? Uh, What if we do it in three, make it like a sweet ballady type? Oh, because there's there's three people in the family. Sure, that's why. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, in which, you know what, I will go ahead and roll this because I have all the three patterns Mm, already collected, so it's a D10. I know exactly what it is. I haven't gotten to do this in, what, a year and a half? All right, that is a seven, which will be a uh, user bank 37, which is blood rock seven. <laughs> good, good. Whatever that is, already off to a good start. Yeah. <laughs> well, somebody did tell us it is ballad rock, so maybe no, it is appropriate. No. I, I prefer to think of it as blood in rock. Our hearts, uh, it as will an, be blood. As a yes. barbarian. Yes. <laughs> um, and then the kit. You'll have to tell me what this ends up being, but it is okay. 46. 46. 46 is, ooh, it's metal. See, uh, it's blood <laughs> rock. That's it's all metal, it blood says. rock, ballad of love. Oh, man. So Nashua <laughs> Orfell's going to be like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> no, better yet, we need to get Tabitha up on stage so she can just let Daris Murr speak through her again. Because I bet oh, Daris no. Murr will be like, oh, come on, winning. There we go. Yeah. Totally brutal. Yep. Anyways. All right. <laughs> well, we'll all get to writing, but despite that, I'll still talk to you at home here in a second. Hey everyone, it's your Dungeon Maestro Kyle here. Just want to take that quick moment to say thanks for dropping by. Thanks for hanging with me here. I have a sponsor this episode and I'm excited to get to tell you about more music for your ears than what we're already offering you because today's sponsor is an indie rock band from Provo, Utah called Michael Barrow and the Tourists. Now, back in July of 2021, Michael Barrow and the Tourists released their sophomore album, Clover. This 11-song record was produced by Scott Wiley, who produced such acts as the National Parks, the Aces, and Neon Trees. And the record features Michael Barrow and the Tourists' signature folk rock sound wrapped in a more polished package. A quote from frontman Michael Barrow says, This record is the product of three years of emotional turmoil. Now, how's that for dramatic? 2018 to 2020 brought me more happiness and excitement, as well as more loss and uncertainty than I'd ever experienced previously. This album encompasses both of those extremes as it tells stories of unexpected feelings, newfound love, first fights, devastating losses, and eventually acceptance and healing. Now that's straight from the front man's mouth, so if you like introspective lyrics, smooth vocals, and rad guitar solos, then this album is definitely for you. On top of that, if you message them on Instagram over at at Michael Barrow and the Tourists, Barrow is B-A-R-R-O-W, and let them know that you found out about them from this ad on Bombarded, they're going to send you an unreleased track. Now, speaking of tracks, we do have a clip of their title track off their album Clover for you to check out. So let's go ahead and spin that real quick. I'm afraid I won't get hurt this time. I've been letting you All right, yeah, so check them out over at michaelbarrowandthetourists.com. All right, it's a new month, which means we've got a new organization that we're donating to. So 10% of what we make as a podcast in the month of November is going to be donated to the North Texas Food Bank. The North Texas Food Bank is responding to emergent food insecurity wherever it exists in North Texas in a way that addresses hunger's root cause. 
They are always in need of resources during this time of the year, so we for sure wanted to help them out. But we encourage you to find your local food bank and help them out as well. Regardless, any of the music or merch that you purchase from us is going to be helping out the North Texas Food Bank. And if you want to look them up directly and help them out, you know, head on over to ntfb.org and check out what they're doing. All right, let's talk upcoming schedule. Episode 80, November 16th. Episode 81, November 30th. We're done talking scheduling. Other than that, uh, it's the normal biz. Uh, at BombardedCast for the social medias. Hashtag BardCast if you're, you know, chatting about the show. Patreon.com forward slash BombardedCast for all the extra bits. And thank you to my Patreon producers, Kelvin Horatio, Pat Tang Bizgar, Kay Best, and Jake Bianchi. Now, for all of you at home, let's get to this. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, no, I'm singing this one. I've got to go. Bye. All right, so here, here, there. Just just take a look at these. You, you got this. I believe in you. You're like technically bards from the future, right? Oh, yes. 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 Okay, so you sure, have a lot yeah. of experience. Uh-huh. Just sweep <laughs> these okay. out. It'll yeah. be good. All right. Okay, all Embellish right. as you see fit. But, you know, again, the limelight's on this guy here. Uh, oh, all right, right. well, uh, good luck up there. And, you know, like, keep it PG, okay? Don't <laughs> lose anyone today. He just right. looks at you and gives, like, a big grin and a wink. <laughs> One, two, three. I'm a dork for this orc. Grab the champagne, let's pop the cork. Oh, this feeling I can't describe. Finally being a part of your tribe. All those nights I laid alone. Wondering when you might come home. Only made me see. Dork for this orc Grab the champagne, let's pop the cork I can't help but stop and swoon When I see my serving spoon Scooby up honey, oh yeah Time and space kept us apart But you've always had my heart Nothing can compare to the love and bond that we both share. Orfell finishes up singing, he gestures for you to continue to play. He walks across the table, holding his hand out towards Zoltara, who takes it. He pulls her up onto the table, and as you continue to play, they dance their way down this long table, kicking (laughs) plates and cups off and making a big show of it. Orcs and people all around are cheering. We should have just done, Zoltara, won't you dance with me? Come on. You know what? Maybe in the middle of it, you you change it up. You change it up, and you're like, all right. And you're going to town on that, and everyone else starts feeling the groove. They're dancing along and really getting funky with it. But the night goes on like this, you know, you continue to play intermittently and just an up and down roller coaster of activity and events and eating. But eventually it does wind down and the night starts to come to 
a close. And as you realize, oh, we can put our instruments away and we'll be good with that. <laughs> but yeah, as you're putting your things away, you know, you're standing there with Tabitha. The married couple have gone to sleep. They're gone now. Sure. <laughs> and Reed comes up to you for and says, I understand it is late, but I am ready if you are ready. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, I mean, can we wait till tomorrow, maybe? It's very late. Very it's tired. Um, this will be taxing upon you once you come out of it, but get your rest, and in the morning, you'll see what I've experienced and why you can be safe siding with me. Okay. okay. All right, then. Tabitha looks very confused, and it's just like, I don't... Um, uh, well, I guess we'll talk about it in the morning. Yeah, we'll have a sidebar convo yes. with you about some other stuff. Maybe first. So don't worry about it. It's all good. Uh, wedding. Hooray. Okay. <laughs> Reed says, well, rest easy, bards, and I will come and get you in the morning. And you all go off to sleep. And we'll pick up next episode tomorrow morning. All right. Okay. Oh boy. Well, bye. 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 bye.